0: Hello everyone, Tags of the Black Pants Legion here, and I'm joined by some very special people as I'm here on the BPL Podcast. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Sitting to my left is Marilyn's favorite son, the man who owns a brace of glocks, and the guy whose battle cry is, That's my purse, I don't know you. Say hi, Mr. Catch. Does this
1: look like the face of mercy? And
0: sitting to his left is everyone's favorite clandestine man from Cleveland, the owners of Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, and the sworn enemy of Cincinnati, Chili. Hello. Hi, Mike.
2: Uh, uh, so I don't, I don't own i mean i own a copy of i don't like i don't know anton no you don't oh, oh my god just, <laughs> all right. so, i wish i mean that'd be cool as hell
0: yeah so this morning we were looking for a letter from Gaffhook because he sent a letter in with a package and we misplaced the letter and or it got thrown out and or it's lurking and hiding like prop hunt so we, we, we tore the whole house apart i apologize to him already profusely i'm apologizing again very sorry Please forgive us. We okay. also we also got a nice letter from Jake. Christmas letter. We got a bunch of letters in. Uh, we also have some audio questions. We're going to take letter later. Letter later. Letter, letter ladder so, ladder. So here's what I wanted to talk about today. Now that we have three people on the couch who own firearms, who know things about guns and know things about guns and video games, I wanted to talk about what are the best and worst, best and worst weapons in video games and why. Like, what shit stands out to you? What is the best weapon in a video game? What is the worst weapon in a video game? What do game designers need to know about goddamn guns? What do they get right? What do they get wrong? That's the subject of this podcast. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to start this off. Um, okay. I'm just going to say this. There's this company that makes this game series called Far Cry. And if you French Canadians out there are listening, I, I really want you to write strongly written letters to this studio apparently they don't speak english no no en francais yeah on francais and i want you to send it to them to say that you do a very poor job with guns in your games because i'm going to tell you something 4570 there's not a creature walking this earth that it cannot stop 4570 will blow it up it, it if if t-rexes came back you could probably take him on with a 4570
1: T-Rex certified Henry yeah. repeating arms
0: No that was Marlin Oh ah, shit on, that was a Marlin website yeah for their uh their uh, stainless finish 4570 it's like rated against T-Rex but no I mean you have a fucking buffalo rifle it, it I that was the saddest fucking thing in the world I'm playing Far Cry 5 Hick comes out of the woods Sounding like the South because it's Montana, and that's what people from rural Montana sound like. And you know that's that's Ubisoft doing what they do. Guy comes screaming out of the woods wearing overalls. I plant him with a forty-five seventy. He stumbles and gets up. I shoot him again. He runs off. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> Dude, you could kill a fucking T 800 with a 4570. It, I mean, it, it would look like a sledgehammer dropped from the Empire State Building hitting a Chihuahua. It would just be gone. It's, but, it's fetus deletus rifle.
1: But, Tex, you got scammed. You got sold rubber bullets. It
0: uh, doesn't matter. 4570 would kill with rubber bullets. <laughs> it would be non lethal and then like eight asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like non lethal well if they're a mile away yeah if you physically throw the bullets at them i mean it yeah it big honking round, and and that's the one thing i i just marvel at is how bad gunplay is in so many games because mm-hmm. video games have this nonsense where it's like your starter gun has to be weak yeah and it, so it's, it's like oh here's your pistol well you are never use this again and i'm like but why why <laughs> like a 1911 Oh is, yeah. It's like a starter pistol. Well, I'm sorry, but 45 hertz. Yeah. It, it it's it's pushing like what? 4 or 500 joules? You know, you're you're sitting there with a lot of foot poundage flying at you. It doesn't matter if it's the first gun you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it still fucking hurts. It hurts. Yeah, a 45 should be, you know, you should be able to use a 45 in a game the whole game. You should be able to use a 9 mm the whole game. 9 millimeter
1: bullets hurt. Yeah, until body armor gets involved, and then you switch to a rifle, but still. Yeah,
0: it, oh, and even then, if he's wearing body armor and you shoot him with 9 mil, he's not going to go, ha, 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 you cannot stop me. He's going to go, ow, I just got hit with a fucking bullet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> shit's going to hurt. Bullets hurt. Like, if I had to get 100 game designers <laughs> in a room, and I had to explain guns to them, I'd just write, bullets hurt. I would just mm-hmm. write that, and I would underline it. Bullets hurt. Bullets hurt. And the thing is, that's in games, is like pistols are so goddamn useless weak because they yeah. have this thing called balance, you know? And why? If, if I want to use a handgun the whole game, let me. Let me be Max Payne. Yes. Mr. Catch, what what do you think about balance in video game guns?
1: It's... I can see why they do it, to make things more fair. Because so, the problem is, it's not the guns that do damage, it's the bullets, which, as far as... From what, everything that I've played FPS wise, there's only two games that have done that: Arma and Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. And it's very apparent, especially in Escape from Tarkov, because you have so many different bullet variants for the same caliber. I believe there's at least four or five uh, for 762 by 39, there's twice that for 545 by 39. And you see all these, uh, you know, people that have been playing it for a while, they know which rounds are best, which rounds to be avoid, and which ones are actually like mechanically broken and don't work at all and like i remember watching a stream uh of uh of a big streamer picking it up when Tarkov first started getting real big right and he's getting into a firefight with people that you know they aren't heavily armored they have uh like something rated to stop you know hollow point rounds for like uh, even up to rifles and he's using 545 by 39 i think it's pst which is described as being the the police frangible rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Why am I? I've shot this guy like five times in the chest, and why is he not dead?" And he's like, "Because you're using the wrong round." What do you mean I'm using the wrong round? It goes in the gun. Why doesn't this work? You're using a round that's going to explode when it hits paper.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's it's designed
0: not to ricochet and it's designed not to go through walls.
1: And it's like this bullet balance as opposed to gun balance shows it in Escape from Tarkov because the rush is to get. Uh, 7.62 by 51 guns, because yeah. even a basic round, as long as you're not using the like the hunting hollow points, yeah,
0: you you can take on pretty
1: much everybody.
0: Well, and that's I love the idea of bullet balance versus gun balance. Yeah. The, if you get a 5.56 five, round going through a 20 inch barrel, and by the way, AR people out there, there people are gonna be like, yeah, I got my PDW, yeah, I got this. Hey, guess what? When they designed that fucking gun. They designed it with a 20-inch barrel because 5.56, 55-grain bullet going through a 20-inch barrel is kissing 3,100 feet per second. That will penetrate steel. It will go right fucking through it. When you cut it down, bullet goes slower. No Mm -hmm. work good. And that's fine if you're, like, shooting hogs or whatever, but, like, in a tactical situation, I want the bullet to be as angry as possible. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so I think a proper game would have barrel length... Times cartridge equals damage done. And Tarkov does something like
1: that. I don't know if it affects the damage, but it'll affect things like the accuracy, the velocity. Reasonable,
0: because there's also that sine wave thing, and that that's a little bit further into ballistics than I yeah. think most people want to know. But there's this magical sine wave of, of barrel vibration and harmonics, where yeah. it turns out 20 inches is really good for 5.56 five, and a certain bullet weight, and then 11.5 inches is really, really good. And those are like the two ends of that sine wave but everything in between is kind of shit for it. And so people go, this doesn't work good, but this one works good. And I'm like, well, you have to find out for your barrel length, velocity, and ammunition type what is optimal. And and there's an optimal for everything. There's no good, better, best. It's just what works for what I want it to do. And I like games like you describe where you can custom and play with things because a 30 caliber rifle from barrel to barrel from cartridge to cartridge can vary a little bit, but it's a 30 caliber rifle. So if I'm using, you know, a 303, a 30 six, even an eight millimeter Mauser, which is mm-hmm. a little bit bigger, they're all going to do mostly the same thing. Yeah. They're going to have mostly the same damage. A 303 is a little on, on the weaker side, but it's also a hundred year old, no, 130 year old cartridge, you know. So. That's fine, and thirty out six is more common and has gotten newer loadings, and they're uploaded yeah. compared to what they used to be. You know, because thirty out 50 years ago doesn't have the power of modern thirty out six. So the the thing is, is I like that idea in games. But what makes me mad is like most games, you'll see a nine millimeter pistol, and it'll be like your starter pistol. It'll be a Glock because you know that's your starter gun, and mm-hmm. and then there'll be a Sig two two six, also a nine millimeter but could be a 40 cal could yeah. be could be a few other things could be 357 sig why not but in this case it'll be a nine millimeter and it'll do twice as much damage and i just go hold up oh, no yeah wrong <laughs> step yeah and i i understand saying i like this platform versus that platform like let's say your starter pistol was a 1911 yeah Accessories are, you know, match grade barrel and bushing or, you know, standard flange versus collet bushings or, you know, uh, Para or Wilson or Nolan's feed ramp or all of these things to increase reliability or to increase accuracy potential or swap the sights out. I like that stuff, but I hate or even an accessory rail, which modern 1911s can have. You know, they call it the regular rail or whatever else, whatever branding name they've come up with. But then you get a Glock, a lot more accessory options. Mm-hmm. That should be the player's choice. Oh, I like the Glock. Why? Well, I can modify it. I can make this into all of these other things. I can put it in that goddamn rice-aroni carbine or whatever, <laughs> which is just like a Lego constructor set to make a Glock long glock, you know. Yeah. And that's fine. But game designers have this thing of balance where it's like I have two belt-fed machine guns. Well, this one has twice the rate of fire. Well, to prevent the players from just choosing that one, I'm going to go ahead and make it do half the damage. I'll yeah. be like, it's the same bullet. It's the same bullet. It just goes faster. Bethesda. Yes. Well, we, I can just say Bethesda after everything. I'd be like, thank you for making <laughs> ugly people, Bethesda. <laughs> I saw a lady at the mall uh, a few months ago when we went into that, when we bought all those new microphones. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lady who looked like a uh, Bethesda face. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, man, is she going to give us a quest? I'm not saying she was ugly. I'm just saying it was
2: an unconventional face structure. It looked like <laughs> random sliders, you know? It, not- I, know I, I think it was the server wasn't preferred for us to go on a side quest there.
0: Ah, so they just gave so, us a... So beat.
1: it had to load in something real quick. And yeah, it was right. still, uh- yeah,
2: it was like,
0: hold on, and... You know, all right there you go Oops. The, the
1: lod wasn't set high enough yet. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and i think everyone's run into that moment where they're like is this a simulation and then you see like bethesda face in the same day and you're like oh if this guy comes over to me and says i have a message for you i'm quitting i'm gonna, I'm <laughs> if gonna you, yeah
2: if you go to the south part of cleveland near parma everyone still dresses and has hair like it's the 80s like it's just the look everyone i'm not kidding everyone there and we're like, I, I forget who pointed that out. Uh it's actually no, it was it was my buddy Malachi. He was like he was like looking around because he's from Phoenix, right? And he's like looking around, he's like, Why why does everyone have perms? What is <laughs> what is happening? And he was like looking around, he's like, That trailer park looks super nice. So I was like yeah, that's kind of weird. He's like, "Is this, do we just go back in time?
0: Gotta go back in
1: time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as weapons in video games, I, I've got quite a few that I really like. But I remember, uh, so one of the ones I told Tex prior to this was, I like the 8-Ball uh, from the first Unreal, Unreal yeah. Gold. Well, it's not it wasn't the actual first Unreal, but that was the gold edition. I played it a lot more the than Eight the, Ball. I don't so it's a rocket one. launcher that shoots eight out of a uh, out of rockets out of a uh, that's cool revolver barrel type loading that's mechanism. Rad as that's rad shit. And and you can fire it in two ways. You can fire it in a complete horizontal pattern, so it fl- fires like straight on, or yep. you can cluster them together into one huge giant like circular which is the best way to do it yeah or you can launch them as grenades so you go da, li, li, and they like launch out and they all explode That's at random pretty fucking cool it's a great weapon um it, unfortunately as unreal tournament came out and then unreal tournament kept going they kept putting less and less rockets on that thing and i was like oh and like, then eventually
1: it, you just get the flat cannon
2: the flat cannon has been in this since the first game it's a great gun because it shoots out like f- shrapnel like a grenade but like in a gun pattern uh, and then you could fire the actual round out, which is devastating if you get hit by it.
0: Well, and I I like the idea of having overpowered weird weapons. But one of the things I like is have guns that fit the setting. Like, for yeah. for example, Cyberpunk 2077. We've said a lot about it. We've said a lot about it. But the thing is, is that, like, some of the guns fit the setting really well. Like, oh, a gun with smart munitions. Gyrojet, aiming, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, neat. That's That's a neat gun idea where I can lean out, and then with my smart wire, paint a target, and then be like, okay, shoot that guy in the head. Pop, cool, neat. You know, I, I think that's a really cool gun design. But then you end up with games like Borderlands, where they're like, we put 20 bajillion guns in this game. It's really good. And you're like, okay, what guns are cool? Well, we created like 50 iconic weapons that are rare that you get from quests, and then the rest are just random rolling on sharks. So it's like, hey, I just picked up a minigun that has four barrels and shoots rocket launcher ammo, but it has a (laughs) three round clip and you're like, what? It's the best gun you're going to get for 20 levels. Use it. And, and, And so the game just becomes and that leads to the next thing. Fucking bullet hose. I hate guns in games where it feels like I have a hose of DPS and I'm putting it on a fire. Until the bar goes down. Yeah. I hate that. It's MMO mechanics. Division. And yeah, Division, yep. Borderlands, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. If you play on anything See, other
1: than easy, with, with Borderlands, I can understand it because it's meant to be more, you know, a fantasy setting. But you have something like the Division where it's oh Tom Clancy supposed to be super realistic and da 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 da, da. This
2: guy with a do rag comes down the street and you have to like unload like yeah.
1: full M- multiple magazines of three hundred eight yeah. into him,
2: <laughs> and he goes like, "What the fuck." <laughs>
0: that's what i that's Uh, what i thought was hilarious in cyberpunk because it's really bad if you don't have appropriately leveled weapons and here here's the thing in cyberpunk um earlier on i had a belt fed machine gun belt fed machine gun i tear it out of a turret i start unloading on a guy with this satisfying sound shaking the screen whatever it hits the guy i hit him with 150 rounds from this thing he is not augmented at all He has a fucking cut off jean jacket and a handgun (laughs) and he's parkouring around as I just slowly and patiently methodically follow him around and spray him like a bad dog with a hose. (laughs) And then finally I run out of ammo, throw the gun down and punch him and he dies. The punching him did more damage than a rifle round. And
2: I, I hate that it's it's like a balance thing and as we've said before we don't really like balance much because it feels it it feels unfun well it feels like somebody came in with like a rules book and went no 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 fun stops at this level it's fun when you follow the rules and you're like
0: fuck you it's fun (laughs) when you break shit because like diablo 2 was diablo 2 a balanced game Hell no. No. no! no, I I could just be like, I want hundred skeletons. I want a corpse explosion and watch the computer crash. I, I <laughs> want to do all these things. Go ahead.
1: I want to summon
2: hammers. Yeah, I want to hammer the world. Cool, do it. There, there. It's the same thing with like Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Is yeah. like, there's always people call them broken builds, but it's like this game gives you no fucking quarter. It has. It doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. No, it, it's it, like it, if you want to fight this boss, and it's like, oh, the cheap way to do it is to do. It's like that's not the cheap way. That's the way. Yeah. Because the it, boss is, is the hard.
0: Way. Yeah. No, the, the game is hard, and they <laughs> yeah. want, and they make it hard. So the thing is, is that like with games, and I realize this is what they do, is it's, it's. I I really like to call this when when Bioware started to go down the shitter, and mm-hmm. and when Bioware started to go down the shitter, there was this game that came out um when dragon age came out you end up with this thing where it's like okay here's a plot line here's a plot beat here's a story morsel here's a thing you have to do and then go bring me 20 wolf pelts go do this go do that and all of these side things are just filler material well the filler material in a shooter is having enemies with giant fucking health bars mm-hmm. and set piece battles, because I think, and this is the one thing in my head is, okay, how long is Lord of the Rings? Catch,
1: uh, which which one, like the whole no, series? No, the,
0: the whole series. Uh, something like ten hours, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So how 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 long would Lord of the Rings be if everyone had a Thompson submachine
1: gun? <laughs> <laughs> Half
0: an hour. Yeah. So and, so and it'd be
1: mostly just traveling.
0: Yeah, it, 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 you're like, all right, we got to get there, and then we're going to drop these guys. Ringwraith comes out.
2: Keep the lead, you filthy animal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, imagine if if, if Lord it's of the Rings, the, action. The, yeah. fir- the first one is just like, the Shire just has Hueys and shit. Bernie! Like, they didn't know, like, nobody Burning. in the fucking Middle-earth knew that they were, like, loaded like that. They're like, oh, they want to fuck with our boy Bilbo. All right, we're going to take this. They're like, oh, should we get, talk to us? No, we'll take the ring ourselves. Yeah.
1: imagine if it's the- It's uh, like
2: fucking fly in the mortar.
1: <laughs> imagine if the dwarf company from The Hobbit had, like, a Lottie 20-millimeter anti-tank rifle. That's what I mean. They could just take out smog, just boom.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so, like- that shows how short a story becomes when you have the power of God in your hand. Yeah. So that's that's just what I'm,
2: Benedict Cumberbatch goes, Well, that's not very
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dragon takes off, flak veerling.
2: Yeah, he's get just it, like, he's like Well, this yeah. is just unnecessary. he goes, This is unnecessary and flies away. <laughs> It's like
0: the world has changed. <laughs> Fuck this shit. But no, that's that's the point I'm making. A pack is, forty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 the thing is how long would a story be if there is a delete button? So yeah. that's where you have to write a story with layers. Like well, okay, yeah.
2: going back to your twenty wolf pelts thing, right? So say let's let's build on that. Say you ha- you're like okay, we have to put in some. We're gonna put in a thing. You have to collect twenty wolf pelts. Say you bring in the twenty wolf pelts, and then the guy's like, "I just realized I can't sell all these." <laughs> and so you're like, "I just killed a whole bunch of wolves." He's like, "Well, that's great, but now we have a bunch of deer in the fucking area, and can't do can't do anything about it."
0: Yeah, well, I'd be like, "Fuck you, pay me."
2: Yeah, because I have a
0: gun. <laughs> that 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 should be
2: like you sh- give him the twenty wolf pelts. You're like, "Look, I can pay you in investment over time," and you're like, "No, you told me I would get." Look, I'm not. Doing I'm not. I'm not trying to help a small
0: business here. I, I, That's I, what I really, mean. Yeah. Like you
2: have to put in like risk. Like okay, you have to put in jobs that would be mundane that people who play MMOs and RPGs would be compelled to do. Oh, yeah, but there's no real tangible immediate reward. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea it, of It that. would piss off so many people, but it would be like, well, that's how it works. What would be really, really... <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, if you collect 20 wolf pelts, how the fuck is he going to sell them immediately and give you the money for it? What would be really funny
0: <laughs> is... Okay, you know, you know a lot of games, and this started this this really was a fallout 3 and fallout 4 thing yeah games don't have branching dialogue like they used to like arcanum and fallout fallout 1 and 2 you know you end up with these uh, branching dialogue bits and they they don't do that anymore in games they don't so so nowadays it's like three options yeah so it'll be like yes no and then faction background yes or yes no and then snarky but also yes and 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 so that's that's yeah. that's just things so in in a game like cyberpunk i would like my third option to be fuck you pay me and yeah. and then in parentheses gun you know yeah. so so the guy's like
2: oh i don't have one uh oh here comes the gun it's, <laughs> it, it's always like you'll be in a situation where it's like a cut scene and it's like a guy in a business suit or some kind of like guy you could if you if you were there in real life you like if you're playing a tabletop or whatever you go i punch him yeah you don't get that option yeah you're just like your guy's like all right well guess i'm gonna act all professional all of a sudden even though i was running around with harambe hands punching everyone yeah, in the street. Well, yeah. like if why the, it's it, like agent hitler fbi out of nowhere <laughs>
0: well, i have a problem with games where i act like a lunatic in the missions but when it gets to cut scenes it's like a different character yeah. yeah so that's why i love saints row yeah saints row two and three and four to an extent you make a character that's bonkers crazy looking you make a character that's absolutely batshit and they're the same <laughs> also, those games had customization out the ass. I can mm-hmm. look like anything I want. I can do anything I want. I can be anything I want. And that was fine. Like, you want to be a morbidly obese, bald dude with a giant handlebar mustache that and a wears Cockney a Cockney accent? Yeah. And a Cockney accent who, you know, looks like a pimp from the 70s <laughs> and drives a pimp wagon? Go ahead. You can do that. You can play literally
2: Superman if you want. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just zany nowadays it's just like the same 12 haircuts. It's usually the Hitler Youth cut yeah, in one yeah, of them. Yeah, the, the yeah. high with the long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. always like those are all the haircuts these days or the spike. It Like you'll know a game is from like the mid to late 2000s when they all have like the spiky haircuts. Yes. Yeah. Where the hair is like sticking straight up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the faux I'm, hawk and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, the frosted tip bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's how you'll know a game is from like that's how, how long it's been out. Yeah. But the, the haircuts are always so boring and... Not really well. So like you get the long hair option, and it's only the there's only one. But I'm like, people wear long hair in many different ways, mm-hmm. or they put the samurai bun in there for some reason. Yeah, what's with the man bun coming back? I don't. No, that's that's already long gone. I, I know. We're a little bit behind now. Are we? Yeah, we're old. Oh man yeah but it's been a while since shit, i've seen no a man bun. Me. yeah because i it's i has been a I, while
0: no because i don't know what hair's hair because i just shave it and but, it's all yeah.
2: and you know it's only the only people who did it are like 20 to like 30 year olds kids and, looked at that shit like And if you have dumb. a man bun i'm not
0: yelling at you yeah you know it because like if, if you can pull it off go for it like if, if you can pull off a fucking perm you can pull off a pompadour you can pull off whatever go for it i'm not yelling at you for that reason It's just I don't know why in video games they always put haircuts that are just like, oh, yeah, this is modern for now because that that looks weird because like this is one thing that Bannerlord did really well is all the haircuts in there are fucking medieval haircuts. It's like there's the Sir Lancelot. There's the I cut my hair with a knife. There's, you know, (laughs) There's so
1: the, my, mom, my mom will put a mixing bowl in my head. Yeah, it, it,
0: there's, there's all your medieval haircuts. And yeah, so for cyberpunk, one of the things that blew my mind is it's like, okay, think for a moment. Everyone just take a moment and say, okay, cyberpunk. What is a haircut in cyberpunk? Instantly in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, I've got to have like the mohawk with the liberty spikes or like the crazy buzz cut with like electronic shit inlaid mm-hmm. with it. like Or yeah. rose. But like it's got like capacitors or whatever, because it's yeah. retrofuturism. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, or like completely shade bald, but you see all my cybernetics and scars, or, or
1: dreads with like LEDs in them. Yeah, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, like
0: yes. stuff you would see at um, what do they call that? Uh, Raves, rave goth, goth rave, whatever yeah. you know, where you got the gas with mask like and, the you yeah. got the
2: cornrows with the, like, or sorry, the dreadlocks with the like little sharp. Like pikes at the end of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so you, you can would, like whip them at people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's my idea is you, you've got all these interesting ideas because in in a world that's like a dystopian corporate future, you would have all these people trying to express themselves with their clothing would be mm-hmm. loud, their cars would be loud, their hair would be loud, tattoos, whatever they can do, body modifications and instead, they're like, "What are the hit haircuts of the summer?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah.
2: that's that's basically what they chose. The hit
0: haircuts
1: of summer of 2020. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean,
0: it's it's like the but top. It's like it's the haircut equivalent of like the top 2020 CD. You know, where it's now. Like, I think they just looked yeah. around the office and went, "Yeah, that's pretty much it." Yeah, let's all put our haircuts in this game. it will be funny, and then let's not finish <laughs> the game. <I> <laughs>
1: re- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dude, I, I look around my own office and I see that haircut style and I'm like, uh eh, I just can't get into I mean, it just looks like Hitler Youth. I can't I can't what, dig it. But what I'm saying is like- it, it, I mean, I look like- I, My hair always looks like it's straight out of the 80s or yeah, 70s. It does. You, you look like
0: you're a manager of a pizza hunt. Yeah. Like that's the hair. You know what I mean? You're, I look like I should always have a cigarette.
2: Yeah. You should, you should have like a cigarette and be like,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry they bring you a pizza.
2: best I can do is free crazy bread. Yeah people people it's like your only option right now is either instagram model or pizza, yeah manager pizza that's but that's your
0: option i think a setting <laughs> should
2: have its own hair yeah it
0: like it should have its own tattoos its own language its they should own have hired everything. a barber oh my well, like god a stylist. Yeah. what a fucking idea hire a barber and say what do you think hair's gonna look like in 60 70 years and stylists like, yeah and they would probably come up with a hundred haircuts. Don't get a design student. Get like an actual stylist who's done work. I think it's funny. We start with guns and we're talking about <laughs> hairstyles now. But this yeah. is the BPL podcast. Yeah, But no, I, I think and back to guns. And beards. Well, yeah. First of all, beards in games suck. Yep. They always do. Yeah. Because they always look like pubes. <laughs> and, and, and,
1: and, and, and it's like... People it, who it's either pubes or a clay block. Right. Yes, <laughs> it's, 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 it's,
0: it's like a big block of clay that you put on someone's face. So they're like trying to do a statue of you and they're like, what yeah. would you look like with and a beard? And most of
2: the programmers who make this shit have beards. Did they not like look in the mirror? Like... Yeah, beards
0: in games suck, because yeah. there's dwarf beards, which are a giant clay block, yeah. or there's pew beard, where
2: it's just like, mommy said I look handsome. <laughs> the, the beards of the clay block, it's like a part of their outfit, so when they look up, it like stretches oh, with God. them. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but it, the thing is, is that like, you should hire stylists when you design haircuts in game. Yeah. You should... You should also hire gun experts when you design guns in a game. Don't just sit there with an airsoft model and go, yeah, that was in heat. This is what it looks and sounds like. Go out to a gun range. Talk to a gun guy. He will tell you what works and what doesn't. You talk to the average guy in a gun range, and even if he gets half that shit wrong, it's going to be way better. It's Mm going to be way better than just making shit up. If you're not a gun guy, because like in my life... If I don't know shit about something like I'm like, wow, I don't feel good and I feel tired all the time and sad. I don't go, well, I'll just figure it out. I go, no, I should go see somebody about that because mm-hmm. I don't know shit about my brain chemistry. If I go, my pants don't fit. I don't go, well, I'll figure it out and get tape. I go to a guy. It's mm-hmm. if, if my hair's in my eyes, I go to a guy. It's. Find an expert, but yeah. I don't know what it is with game designers where they're like,
2: "No, well, I can figure it out." Well, particularly in three D game design, what what gets me is uh, they'll always put stuff in there like film grain and lens flares and yeah, vignettes and and all, all these like extra effects. I'm like, look, do you guys, not look with your own eyes. Coming, look outside. Does it? Do you see like a giant lens flare? No, that's a camera effect. Yeah, I yeah. hate that it's, so much. It's a film camera effect if you're playing your character for the first person view should never have that effect however if you're going like third person camera i could dig it i mean that's fine if it's third person because then it's cinematic at that point
0: or if your game is a flashback to like the 60s or 70s and you want to say oh it's supposed to be kind of like an homage to all these movies sure do that yes but make it consistent yes and, and so I don't know why, but it's like, again, speak to a film expert. If you're going to put film grain on something like I, I was watching um I, I people. Forget. If you didn't put it
2: in your game, people would be like, oh, this is flat. Well, no, I saw. I'm a, like, yeah, well, look around the room. How flat is your house? Look. Well, I mm-hmm. yeah, Do you I, live in fucking J.J. Abrams Star Trek over <laughs> here. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Eye lasers. But no, one of the things I
0: saw that was so fucking insightful is is it was some guy talking about uh, game review and everything else. And he goes, why are they putting a film grain on this? This is supposed to be a game in the 50s and 60s. Have you not heard of Kodachrome? And, And it was the point of, yeah, if you want to make it look like a TV show or a movie from the 50s and 60s, put Kodachrome on it make it look like film coloring from that time. Yeah. Make everything hey, look we got, yeah. There's a
2: lot of film plugins. I have one of them right now. It's super expensive, but you have it and it can make you look like any film stock you want. Just pick a film stock. Yeah. And, and just go with that. It's a filter.
0: Well, and, and that's the thing. Is it's like when you're designing games, a lot of these I think a lot of these guys just go, "No, nah, I'll Google it." And and they don't realize that you should you should speak to a subject matter expert, especially when guns are concerned.
2: Yeah. Especially where film is concerned. Don't just speak to them. Show them what you've made and go, does this look like it makes sense? And if they laugh, that's a bad sign. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> just like, you know, especially if you're going to be designing stuff, you need somebody who has, who's an expert in these things. If you're a big AAA studio, you're just hurting yourself for not hiring well, these experts.
0: And here's the thing that blows my mind, like just really blows my mind. is like you look at any AAA studio. If you're an a indie stu-
2: game studio, I can understand you not having access to that resource. Right. But if you're big triple a game studio fuck the fucking you don't need that much money for advertising
0: well no that's that's how ea does everything that's why all the so ea games stupid. are paper thin and mm-hmm. have no replayability anymore it's because they spend three quarters of their budget on advertising and the rest on the game imagine if they spend it all in the game And then did a sneak release, like they didn't tell anyone about it. They're just like, "Oh, it's out on Steam today." Like, like
1: Apex Legends.
0: Yeah, it just it just comes out, just comes out one day. Yeah, it blew everything out of the
2: water when that
1: came out.
0: Yeah. And and so imagine if, imagine if they did that. Imagine if you went to like well, a game that does that would really be the work.
2: best kind of advertising, especially if it's a big AAA game that's like super good, like actually really good. What? Yeah. And they release it and they don't say anything, and then a publication picks it up and goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the fuck?" Yeah. And they start playing it, and they're like, "It's the best game you've never heard of." And then everybody would be advertising for you because they're like, "Look at this fucking hidden gem!" In air quotes. Yeah, it's, it's
1: like what uh what's happening to Among Us right yeah. now. Yeah.
2: They don't, they don't see that. They go, everything has to have, like, a mood. It's because the people who work there on their board, I'm guessing, are part of, like, advertising agencies. And well, just yeah,
0: ke- they, they sure as shit don't play video games. Yeah. yeah.
2: But if, if you, you
0: know what game has the best guns and best gunplay that is just pure gun porn? Pure gun porn. Killing Floor 2. Yeah. yeah. Because they got gun experts. They shot all the guns. And they said, oh, man, a shotgun should just tear the shit out of stuff. Yeah, like they do. And and so <laughs> what's what's really great about it is they got a guy with a mocap suit on and all the cameras, mm-hmm. and they had him do all the reloads. So it's not weird animations that don't seem to quite seem right. It's all real. Yeah. And as your character gets better at reloading through skills, the reloads are way faster. Like you see the fast reload version of reload. Backflip. Yeah, just all sorts <laughs> of crazy stuff. But even better, they shot the guns. It like 2400 frames a second. So when it goes to slow-mo, you're seeing the gun rattle and everything and all the stuff wobble. And I'm like, this is magnificent. Mm-hmm. If all shooters cared that much and said, a shotgun will kill something. Don't worry about it. If you're in range and those pellets hit, because, you know, a double odd buck, it's like 30 caliber pellets, and there's eight of them? Yeah. I mean, if any of those hit head, dead. If any of those hit body, serious problem, big
2: out. And that's a game where you need the damage because you're getting swarmed usually. Yeah, but I'm saying if game developers,
0: if Far Cry 5 went to those guys and said, can you please do our gun stuff? That game would be the best
2: game of all time. They probably knew a guy who thinks he's an expert at guns, and that's who they got. Well, Kojima
0: has a quote-unquote gun expert somewhere, and I think he's with like the JSDF or whatever. And, and the guy's like, yeah, I need a tactical team to come into this hospital in Cyprus to come around I, and stalk around with guns. What does he need? You know what we should have? is MAC-10s, and the guy needs to do a weird core axis thing th- when he's
2: walking around? I think that's all Kojima. I think oh, the, I, I, th- I, I think I, the guy probably goes, well, you probably want to get the... He's like, what if we did MAC-10s? He's like, well, you could technically do... And he's like, no, that's what we're going to do. I like your ideas. He's like, that's not what I said. Okay. I, I feel like the guy makes all the good... like He makes all these suggestions, and Kojima goes, yeah, but what if it was 1980s? He's like... your your settings in the future right he's like yes but mac 10s no
1: but here's
0: here's what i think kojima (laughs) does is i think kojima made up a name so he can get paid twice i think it's like who's your gun expert this guy sam samuelson (laughs) (laughs) you know just I, I think that's honestly what it is. Or, as you said, he had a guy who was really smart, and he didn't listen to a single thing that came out of his mouth.
2: He's like, what's the newest gun coming out in 1997? And he's like, uh, well, it's I not mean, the newest H- gun. H- but H-K they has some programs, and oh, that's cool, mac What about that SOCOM? Yeah, the one with like the thing. He's like, it's a prototype. It's in the game, because that's a gun of the future. Did yeah. <laughs> you know Metal Gear Solid 1 takes place in 2009? Oh yeah, got
1: to use the Mark twenty three. <laughs> got to use that Famas. Yeah, oh, got to get that nineteen ninety seven.
2: He thought the Famas was the gun of the future. Yeah, it certainly looks like. That's it. the first. That's the first model too, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's you know, what
0: what are super soldiers in a remote base in a le- Famas? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Wait, is this this is run by DARPA, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the French were in were an American. Uh, I'm the head of
0: DOPA. I have unlimited funds and technology. Let's buy a bunch of Famas. No, no,
2: not the new ones. The old ones. No, they. But you know what it is. They spend all their money buying those PSG ones. <laughs> and they're like, "What do we have money for? Oh, we can only afford the Famas. How
0: how many PSG? What, what what is this huge line item on your budget? PSG one. Oh my God! So so you bought a thousand of them? No. We bought two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they're mega expensive. They're really pricey. We don't also bought them. one of the. We also bought a uh, prototype Socom pistol. Where is it at? Oh, I don't know. I think we lost it. I think it fell under the truck. but but that's that's just laying under the truck this is like the most expensive pistol of the time and it's just like yeah it's in the future hey man you want a
0: 45 well yeah 45 is pretty good for suppressors and what have you yeah yeah but what if it was the size of a phone book (laughs) (laughs) just like (laughs) what if i sold you a carbine without the buttstock hk (laughs) Oh you ask him God. to build it, they'll build it. You know, you'd be like, "Yeah, can you build me a 1911 made out of moon dust?" And they'd be
2: like, "Okay, by when?" I what I do like it, it about it though is that it is an, an 80s vision of what the future would be. That's his. That's his whole shtick is. he's from the 80s he loves 80s action movies Mm -hmm. so everything is a vision of what the 80s would think the future is yeah
0: but demolition man is a 90s vision of what the future could be and i don't hail it as a masterpiece i laugh at it i'm just like look there's wesley snipes before he was crazy (laughs) before he went to prison yeah i mean it's that that's what i see is, is is i just go Oh man, that that's funny. Three seashells. That,
2: what a wacky movie! I don't go. That was visionary. You know what I mean? Well, it's. I don't think anybody thinks they're visionary, but they like that kind of fun look at the future oh yeah an so, era's look at the future let's get the same thing like oh, yeah when, the 1960s vision of the future oh yeah where, where everyone... it's like get in my bubble car. <laughs> yeah exactly like everyone likes that like it's a it's a style i get oh, it yeah I, I get it like i have a robot that makes martinis you have the you have the stinger <laughs> missile launcher in in metal gear solid and it looks like the the yeah, optics the and everything
0: the stinger missile launcher that you use against a ground target
2: yeah which is insane
0: yeah because uh stinger missiles shoot helicopter good and airplanes okay and and the thing is is that oh look here like, comes a tank
1: it's made of metal isn't it if if i had the stinger
0: <laughs> missile in there i would have the, the pickup before the boss battle and you put it at the thing and pull the trigger and it just comes out the end of the tube and hits the ground <laughs> and then when you call the colonel he's like oh, colonel my stinger missile doesn't work against tanks and he's like what <laughs> why well, did you use that he's like hold on let me get the manual and he gets out the field manual on it and you hear like pages turning and then you just hear in the background like yeah, he, pointed it, yeah, he pointed it at a tank and then you hear laughing <laughs> and he's like
2: yeah snake they don't do that
0: <laughs> but what? it's a rocket launcher it should work against
2: all metallic he's objects like, he's like you're better off using the claymore mines
0: yeah, like he's like how do I fight this tank and he's like um, find some wet ground uh find a hole that's wider than the tank is long uh
2: run run away
0: uh, put barbed wire it's a
2: sneaking mission you're not supposed to fight a tank that's what i would have said snake (laughs) we said at the beginning this is a sneaking mission not fight tank (laughs) don't do that he's Uh, like well I, i can't go over the over the permafrost why not why can't you? That tank sure shit can. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like like he could have walked like he could have climbed up that like fucking ice mountain area and just walked around all of this bullshit. Uh-huh. But he doesn't because he's like, no, I have to sneak in through the base and, and Colonel will be like, no, you don't you don't you're this is a sneaking mission don't attack the tank don't shoot at the guy with the minigun. stop it how do (laughs) i how do i fight this tank
0: um literally just get it to run over barbed wire and then it'll stop they're like (laughs) and the guy in the tank gets out and he's like what the um, fuck oh this is gonna take all day
2: He, like, throws grenades through the thing and explodes? No, no just,
0: like, put a rock in the tracks. <laughs> just, you know, just watch the, tr- the clink, 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 clink. Oh, it delinked. And the tank stops. The guy gets out, and he's like, ah, oh, Pete,
2: come on. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs>
2: Get the winch. And and Or, or it's like, oh, I have taken take down this high D. And it's like, no, you don't. Stop shooting at it. Wait till it lands. Go hide in a box. That's your job. It's a
0: hind. The Mujahideen tried to stop those with your everything Your job is to blow to up the thing. <laughs> you plant a bomb and you blow it up and you leave. You don't attack shit. Stop it. It's a D. How do
2: I stop it? I don't know. Wait till it runs out of gas. <laughs> Just let it leave. Like, I can't... Okay, what is it going to do? Go to the first floor. You're in a giant building. What is it going to do? It can't hit you down there. <laughs> he's going to blow his own guys up.
0: Yeah, well... The, oh, God. Speaking of, like, Vulcan Raven, the guy, <laughs> yeah. guy with a fucking Vulcan gun? Like, if, if if I was in the base and the guy called me and he's like, uh, what do I do? This guy has a Vulcan. I'd be like probably got like two to three seconds of ammo just get him to shoot it he had yeah. a barrel
2: on his back yeah, who, that's all the ammo yeah it, yeah. Would, it would just
0: burn. Burn. yeah be like, <laughs> and then he'd be like i have birds
2: okay yeah the fire rate on that thing was really low in the game in comparison with well, yeah, the real one frame rate yeah <laughs> the frame rate yeah but uh then yeah it's like you're supposed to just sneak past everything it's also you like if you get alerted by the enemy you run away and hide and then they go. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, I guess he must have gone off. We'll keep an alert. Time and- to leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't fight the tank. Don't lick la- like Oh, look, there's a lady sniper. Yeah, we walk around it. There's a lady sniper. Okay, I'll go run back five, like five areas to get a sniper rifle that's like seventy thousand dollars, just
1: so <laughs> I can fight
2: this
0: lady. That we just have
1: lying around for anyone to come grab. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like, why not? like okay lady sniper wait till dark and then walk away yeah because sniper rifle dark not work so good and (laughs) and if she's like oh i got night vision cool uh get out of flare yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just simple shit, but it's style over substance. And yeah. I loved when they embraced style over substance, like Metal Gear yeah. Solid Three. I love that game because it's a Bond movie. No, yeah. uh, don't get me wrong.
2: I love Metal Gear Solid One. The I love pain. the I love the boss fights. I've got a lot of bees. Are we? <laughs> I like Ooh. bees and atomic gun. <laughs> me Me and Kevin came up with a funny skit for that where it's like. I'm the sting <laughs> And all the bees come out of nowhere, and he starts swearing him, and he goes, Ah! Oh, fuck! Ah! Oh,
1: they stinging me!
2: Oh! And he starts, like, rolling on the ground as bees are stinging him and kill him, and Snake's going, like, Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's well, like, Oh, this was a bad idea! Why?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, it's... All the bad guys in that were hilarious. Like, there's this guy... Who says something in Japanese and starts shocking people <laughs> with, with electricity? And I'd be like, if, if I was snaking that base, I'd just be like, all right, time to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I got electricity. Cool, open a door with electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Climb a ladder with electricity. <laughs> i just sit at the top of the ladder and be like, can't get me, it's grounded.
2: <laughs> I got rubber soles on, bring it, bitch. Oh, the guy who was like, uh, we called him the Hurt, and so it was like he'd break his bones, he's like, I'm the Hurt! <laughs> and he'll... And then he breaks all his bones, but then he's laying there, he's like, ah, I've got to get you! Oh, my, I broke my neck!
0: Help! My favorite was that guy, what, the the Fear? Yeah, that, yeah that, that, was, that was the fear. Yeah, where he had to like jump around. Yeah, in the that's trees. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I trained to that like trap skeeting, like with with a fucking shotgun. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh cool, this is like duck hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but my I killed everyone in that game, so when I got to that guy who made you walk the ghost river. Oh, it was man, I bet so you had fun. Dude, it was like fucking Space Invaders. Because yeah. it was like, eh, eh. And I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> I, I was in trouble. Because I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. And I was laughing. <laughs> I pushed that guy off that thing. <laughs> like, I was just laughing. Because I had killed so many people. Oh, man. Stealth mission? More like, wow. <laughs> no,
2: just know, like, I, I I love Metal Gear Solid, so I will gladly talk shit about it. Metal Gear Solid 2, I like that one. I like the first one more than the second one. But then the third one, that's a that's a classic. It's a Bond oh, yeah. movie. It it's was, good. That's, that's why yeah. I loved
0: it. But then it just started where he tried to do serious. Like, I need to tie up
2: these 20 plot lines in one story. And oh, yeah. Like, Metal Gear Solid 4 where he smokes and gets depressed. Cool.
1: Yeah. That, God, that, that. That was, yeah. Ooh. There's
2: only one part in that whole game that's a lot of fun. That's when you go back to the uh, first base. Mm-hmm. And you get to pilot Metal Gear. I was like, "Holy shit!" And it's like a legitimately good mech fight battle. I'm yeah. like, imagine if BattleTech decided to take this into. I'm like, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, that would have been
0: Microsoft. So, um, <laughs> but
2: yeah, it's it's one of those
0: things where you're sitting there, you're watching your mech fights and everything else, having a good time playing games. And then you have that little moment of why would a game developer do this? Yeah. And that, that comes up all the time. I love the idea of being able to interrupt a gun or a game with gun. Like option yeah. three, fuck you, pay me. Or just gun. I would just
2: put in brackets, gun. So, you know, if. What was it, uh, Neverwinter Nights 2, where you could just kill everybody? Yeah. Like it would be like a dog in the road, and it's like, well, Fido's going down, and you just walk forward with a knife. It, yeah. Like that was the only animation they had for kill everybody was your guy walking forward with a knife. You could kill I mean, that's the thing is like before games got put on
0: rails, mm-hmm. you could do a lot of stuff. And player choice and player agency are huge and they
2: remove that from people. And, they just and, make a giant empty open world where people just do busy work.
0: Yeah. And and, and that's, that's, I mean, I built like 500 bases in Fallout 4. I built like 500 fucking bases. Do you know why? So I could put artillery everywhere. So I'd get in a fight and I'd be like shoot my little flare gun and then like 18 artillery rounds hit something and then i just stopped using guns yeah but the rest of that game was paper dolls and bullshit mm-hmm. and i thought the game was stupid and and so so many games a were settlement won- needs our help yeah i was like no they don't i've killed everyone i've killed everyone i've gone there and i've killed them
2: i i got to the point where i started just cheating and putting a wall of super guns around every base so like oh no one of our settlements are under attack i'm like oh really then i'd spawn in there and whatever was attacking them is just chunks of meat because every gun on the base would just go well and, that's, and it would just be gone yeah uh, i would build death towers like my
0: settlements would have a giant flak term and <laughs> just bristling with guns and then stuff would come up and it'd be like and, and just <laughs> tracers and shit flying off this tower. And I'd be like, oh no, I win. Yeah, And that's, I mean, the thing that- They it, didn't think about it. Talking it's, about, it's busy work. It's just right, busy work. But talking about genius in game development, like actual genius in video games, you look at Saints Row 2. I am tired of this gang fucking with my shit. Then go wipe them out. <laughs> in a lot of games, you can wipe out whole factions. You can kill tens of thousands of Stormcloaks. They're still there until you get to the part in the story mm-hmm. where you can make them go away for a bit. But you'll still run into them. Yeah. And they do that because game designers have just stopped caring about the world. It's like, no, people are just going to play the story and then
2: replay the story. And and I'm like, no. I I feel I wanna, like there's a lot of like people who put math in, in, into the – like they do a lot of equations on psychology. And I'm kind of like, that's not how humans work. I mean, have you ever interacted with another human being outside of your development studio? That's that's what I. That's mean, what is, I always it, feel like. Yeah, it's it just it feels, feels so feels, impersonal.
0: It feels alien. Yeah. It feels absolutely alien. Because like, let's look at Cyberpunk. I'm running around. Let's say I steal a cop car. Mm-hmm. Why well, should be able to do police missions? I should be able to answer those dispatch calls. I haven't seen a fire truck in game. I don't think Night City has a fire department. Um, but I should be able to work for the cops. I should be able to work for Trauma Team. Yeah. I should be able to work for MaxTac. And there should be all of those things in that game. And, and I should so, see
1: other people riding motorcycles. Yeah.
2: yeah. I Also, like, here's the thing. When you're making something, right? Let's say you're working on Cyberpunk, right? And you're like, I just made the police car. And you start driving around doing your test runs. And as you're doing this test run, you're not just looking for bugs in your head. You're like... Oh, you know what we should add? We should add a thing where you can answer calls.
0: Yeah, and work for the
2: police. You start thinking, like, it's yeah. not like these people didn't think of it. It's just that they didn't add it in. Well, imagine imagine how cool that would be. I'm sure it could, was on a board somewhere where they are like, add police calls, and then they're like, no, we can't do that. Imagine if, in the game, you could go work for the police, even as
0: a contractor, which exists in this setting, you, you go work for the police and you get enough ranks with the police where you actually have a badge or whatever. So if you get into trouble, you flash your badge and you go yeah. to official investigation. You have enough clout with the police. Hell, you're getting your ass kicked? Call in Max Tack. You yeah. get your ass kicked, you call in your police buddies. You get your ass kicked, you call in like two, three squad cars versus you know guys come, pile out with shotguns and stuff. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Yeah you work with the medical department imagine being a fucking medic not even trauma team but or let's say you work for trauma team but you work for the low end part of it we are driving around in a meat wagon oh man there's this gang fight that guy's uh, a silver you to level. pick up the body carry yeah, yeah, it to the yeah. thing yeah. you gotta exfil that would be awesome keep them alive while we drive yeah like little thing like oh gotta scan this and use that wow you put a scanner in the game wow you put all this stuff in the game didn't use it it just shows no care yeah and that would be awesome I would like to see more than five cars on the highway. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. would like to go. So I would love for there to be a reason for, I don't know, a city to have mass transit that I can get on.
2: They don't do that a lot in video games in general where they don't show actual traffic patterns. I think Metal, or Grand Theft Auto Five does it pretty well because they actually consulted a traffic guy. But like the... Yeah. Like in in games where there's like big city centers, I'm like, has anybody ever driven in a city center before? That shit's hard as fuck to drive around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're People tra- are like, oh, but you want to have the player drive their supercar at max speed. No. I'm I, like, that's a movie idea. If you yeah. ever watch a Marvel movie and they're like, We're in New York City, we're gonna oh, yeah. go to the secret uh part of New York City and it's completely desolate, I'm like, Have you been to New York? There's like no way no one's gonna see that's, this shit. And for Night City? <laughs> For Night
0: City, what I think would have been awesome is like, I got to get down. Oh, my God. I it's all me. cinematic. I just thought of something. What? Imagine if you could work for a taxi service. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be great. Driving down the sidewalk at 80, like, hold on, I got to make $2. Even, <laughs> even better than that.
2: Sp- yeah. Future Uber. Yes. You don't even get in a taxi cab. You just go, my car is now a taxi cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you get you show up in your fucking Lamborghini. Yeah, and you're like, I'll get you there in three minutes.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy taxi. That would be hilarious,
2: especially in Night City. Yeah. On the taxi missions, the guy's like... Oh you show up in a motorcycle and he's like, oh, uh, like, don't worry, I'll get you up there. And you're like off road going up on the fucking hills and
0: shit. <laughs> even worse. Even worse. And this, this, again, shows they didn't put much thought into this. Imagine you're doing your Uber thing and you get a pickup and the guy's like, yeah, can you be here quick? And you show up and it's a bank robbery. <laughs> and the guy, the guy calls an Uber to get out of a bank robbery. <laughs> and the guy's like, I'll split the money with you. And it's you have to like ditch the cops and it's max wanted yeah.
1: level. Yeah.
2: That would be awesome. Yeah, it, that would be a random too.
1: It wouldn't be like a yeah. Oh, this is a scripted. You, know, you of- do it after you know what six missions or something. Yeah, yeah just at like random, just have, you just get yeah, one of random these. random
0: crazy missions. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would be fucking great. Like, dude, imagine pizza delivery, driving oh, God. around. Yeah, driving around doing food delivery, and like one of them is a hostage standoff. the guy really wants that pie yeah he's holding the mayor hostage but he really wants that pie and you gotta like get through the SWAT team so it's like a stealth thing you're like a
1: ninja coming in
0: (laughs) yeah god
1: you can't use your guns because you have to hold the pizza yeah you have to hold the pizza
0: see this is this is why we should design games maybe someday when we have competency
2: we have to learn all those other skills first yeah i think we have more than enough competency to make a game it's just that we don't have the time no we don't you have to be like for game design you have to be uh like if you're gonna do indie you can do it part-time but you just have to live with the fact that you may never release your game until like eight or ten years from when you start yeah that's that's fair you have to live with the idea that this is going to take a very long time no you have to door fortress that shit and you have to pick an engine yes or if you're that smart to design your own but pick an engine and one that's stable and just stick with it if they're like Uh, oh this engine is old and does graphics or whatever it's like no this is the style yeah, you style your engine around whatever your sorry your graphics are whatever engine you're using, and just keep that style consistent because people prefer consistency over super high definition. Because the, if they want that, they'll just mod it. If they want that super high definition shit, they'll just mod it. But keep your shit consistent. People love it. Mm-hmm. Don't put clay beards on people. That's fucking <laughs> stupid.
0: Yeah, if you need
1: low tank, go low tank.
0: Yeah, you know, pixels are fine if everything's pixels. But don't People do still play RuneScape. Right, but don't do high high level high level game and then be like all I get, best I can do is pew beards. Cuz I'm sorry, that's sad. Speaking of time, I think it's time for us to take some
2: questions. All right, you guys talk for a sec while I go
0: set that up.
1: All right. all right.
0: So, I just want to let you guys know, uh we're not taking written questions anymore. Uh what we are doing nowadays that's really cool is you go to anchor. I think it's anchor fm And Black Pants Legion, so it's anchor.fm slash Black Pants Legion, not Back Pants Legion, Black Pants Legion. Where's my front pants? Yeah. Well, yeah. We only still have to pant. It is the future. (laughs) But uh, basically, uh, you can call into our radio show and leave voice messages. And we think it's cooler this way. We like people doing this more than written things. Saves us also a little bit of time. But it's like you calling into the radio show. And we really like it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to leave a message or talk to us on the Black Pants Legion podcast, go to anchor.fm. Forward slash, I think Black Pants Legion uh, as well. Our podcast is virtually everywhere else. But Anchor FM site is the place where you can leave messages. I don't think you have to pay anything. I believe it's all free. And uh, before I forget, the Black Pants Legion is brought to you by you. We don't endorse anything. We don't chill anything. We have no advertisements. We're not going to try to sell you shit you don't need in trying to hustle a dollar. So for those of you out there on the Patreon who support us at the Black Pants Legion, thank you very much. You are paying for this stupidity and our time in putting this together. All right, Mike. All right.
2: The first question uh, for this one is from Polish Drone Strike.
3: You know, I wanted to write it down first and like make it all coherent, but it's the Black Pants Legion podcast, so whatever. (laughs) He knows who he's calling. He has like a resurgence in me to search and enjoy things that are edgy and not like nowadays edgy you know screaming n-word because wow I am so edgy no I mean the pure edgy that feeling when you find something so emotional and you just know yes that's me when I was 13 years old (laughs) this is this kind of energy that I need that moment when Raiden asks the doctor to turn off his pain inhibitors and screams, this is my normal. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Linking Park, skillet, all that good <laughs> stuff, all that <laughs> anime, 13-year-old energy. And I'm just curious, do you guys, you know, I know you're like 10 years older than me, but do you guys like have that same nostalgia for that i never really was into that but i wouldn't even call that a guilty pleasure because it's just pleasure for me it just brings me like this pure happiness seeing that someone wrote this and thought this is yes this is my best work i i'm going to transfer my inner workings and make them feel how painful it is for me to be alive (laughs) and this is not ironic enjoyment this is just i love that i love that like he was just, he just made it, felt good about it, put it out, and get, got paid for it often. Like, for for those all those angsty music producers, all those uh, animes, all those video games like Metal Gear, Gear, Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh, that's just insanely cool. Like, it can be cringy often, but I don't know, I just, like, I just feel good seeing that. Like, it's... It's not self-aware at all, and that's not a bad thing for me. I just and en- purely enjoy that, and I'm curious if you have uh, things that are like that. Uh, thanks. Uh, I I wish you good health. Oh.
0: Goodbye. So, yeah, thank you, Polish drone striking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just the unashamed, not self aware, I'm proud of this, Mm -hmm. you know, what I like to call magnum opus shit (laughs) posting. You know, um, (laughs) yeah, I I, I have a thing where I do that and feel good about it. It's called a YouTube channel. Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying is you you find that and it makes you happy because it's unrestrained in this era where everyone's trying to be unintentionally ironic or intentionally ironic or four layers of unnecessary irony or isn't this the latest meme or trying to remain relevant and just find someone who's fine waving their weird banner. Like I'm going to fly my strange flag and I don't give a fuck. I Yeah. It's absolutely magnificent, and that's true to the self. Can you guys think of anything of your examples of uh something like that?
2: uh whenever I work on videos with you, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stopped shit posting since you know two thousand and six, yeah, so yeah, it's I feel like I've been doing the same thing, just getting weirder and weirder, and like oddly enough if i if I were to look at the videos I did prior to this, like when i like before when I was in college. I mean, I did shit like piss.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Paranormal <laughs> Investigation Super Squad, and and we also did like a bunch of other really weird things. I did a Let's Play of what is that game? Alone in the Dark Inferno, where it was like they were trying to go with like this weird kind of like episodic thing, where it was like a TV series, and I just kept talking over all the characters like I removed their voice, and I was doing it in like pure like angsty 15 year old energy. And it was like, Oh, you think I'm a lady? Cause I'm so hot. Look at me. I'm so sexy. And I'm like, <laughs> get away from me. I don't want to touch you. You're making me scared. Uh, I just kept doing that. And people liked it on YouTube back in that day. Yeah, I deleted that wild, shit. Yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> I said a lot of gamer words not the n-word <laughs> just a lot of other words yeah i know um <laughs>
0: but that's that's the thing i was like
2: i i went full into it and i enjoyed that well and that's that's the thing is it's like before it got
0: popular before the bigger people started playing it before streamers discovered it i played space station 13 yeah and i had to explain what this game was and why i even played it year after year after year after year i just enjoy it and i don't feel like I can explain it without someone playing it. Now people are like, oh yeah, have you seen so-and-so's video on that? Oh man, that's such the coolest, latest thing. I'll be playing Space Station 13 long after your trends have moved on because I enjoy that game. Yeah, And I don't care what anyone thinks. Like I had someone going, oh wow, way to follow so-and-so's coattails on this. Oh, I see you saw that streamer did it. I was like, motherfucker, here's an episode from 2011. I've been playing this game every week of my life those people like, don't matter you know, no, so don't, no, don't but give them any kind of voice no i just i just try to point out like hey there's this thing called an attention span and if you invest it in uh something like searching for information you may find relevant returns um and that's just my frustration from being a librarian by training is like people are like where's the books on war and i'm like in the worst section where's that there's this thing called a reference never mind i'll walk you let me hold your hand curious george and get you over here <laughs> books are for reading if you open them there's words on them you just These are words. screaming yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> give me information me type into google box but no the the thing is is that i'll play space station 13 long after its relevance has faded again into obscurity i don't give a fuck i just enjoy what i enjoy Mr. Catch, do you have anything like that? No, can't say that I do. I know you do. What? You love MREs. Yeah. You love MREs in the same way people like Christmas dinner. You get excited. <laughs> you start giggling. You
1: unwrap every little parcel. You're like, ooh,
0: curry chicken from 1996.
3: <laughs>
1: God, I, can't, I I haven't. I'm not brave enough to do the old MREs, like fucking Steve 1987. We did get that one from the
0: 80s that came in, and uh, we opened it and cooked it, and it smelled like feet
2: yep Ooh, i whole, tried a little bit of it i had uh it was brush. the vomit wasn't it yeah I had to br- it was the vomit from the yeah from the 90s you're brave
0: yeah and it it, it smelled like feet smelled I, I i brushed like my
2: teeth thoroughly after that that was uh not a fun one yeah mm.
0: that was gross but no you like mres like that you like those weird survival meals you'd be like what language is this in oh well eat this <laughs> yeah
1: no way i did eat one that was supposedly expired i think it was the polish one and oh, uh polish food strong it yeah i think expire. actually uh polish drone strike it, it because i knew oh he's he's a polish guy what what is this he's uh yeah it's like uh, tomato pasta but it's it, it's past its due date oh well you are like you had me a tomato pasta <laughs>
0: <laughs> god yeah. it was actually pretty good get him to send you some I'm sure if you hook him up with some zloty he will uh <laughs> send him to you it's like 80 80 american dollars to 4000 dinars or whatever I don't, well, yeah, it's 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 a great exchange rate.
2: Huh. Wow. I didn't do it. Okay, next. This one is from Tony. Tony. Tony? Hello? Did my audio go out or something?
3: Watch this be really loud.
2: No, Tony just didn't, didn't send it. Let's see if his other one works. We'll check Polish Jones You
3: know I wanted to. Yeah, uh, so
2: Tony, your, your audio did not come in at all. Yeah, so Tony sent us dead air, unless
0: that's an expression of what this podcast sounds like to him, in which case I'd say, well put, and I'm wounded. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's try Trevor. Hey, Tex. Long-time Battletech fan here. Love what you've been doing with uh, all of the uh, Tex Talks Battletechs. Um, love the Tookied, uh coverage. Thank you. Pretty much love everything you've been doing with that. Also really enjoyed the Homeworld playthrough. It's given me the... Uh, ideas in order to actually beat Homeworld one and two because I keep fucking up every single time I try it. <laughs> thank you very much for everything you do. Um, no real questions, just wanted to tell you that thank you. Well thank you, Trevor. That's really nice to say because there was there was a few people who were just screaming at me from uh, You're
1: doing it wrong yeah. You're doing it wrong yeah. how, You're doing it wrong. How Whee! dare
0: Exactly. <laughs> it was just like how dare you Play
1: games in a way you enjoy and I'm in, like, a, in the least optimal way possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, that was the there was this okay. I, I I'm not I'm gonna be clear. I am not telling you to go bully this guy. I'm not telling you to say a single mean thing to this gentleman. I, I'm telling you that getting criticized about that was the most amazing experience of my life because this guy literally every episode yelled at me in a different way of how unoptimized it was. And I kept telling him, these were recorded like six months ago. Okay. I'm just now putting them in. And he was like, you don't get a choice. I've beaten this already. Yeah, So he kept telling me in the next mission, here's what you have to do. And I was like, this is impossible without a time machine. And I tried to explain like time and causality. Like I, I was trying to explain that that didn't work. And, and so he kept yelling at me about all the unoptimized everything. And I said, well, you know, um, you don't have to say mean things. You could just make your own let's play and link me to it and I'll watch it and learn how you, the pro guy do it. Like I, I'd love to watch a pro at work. I love to watch people
2: at their best. It's also, it's also a good way to say, Hey, record your own fucking video. What? I, I wasn't yeah, necessarily going for that. I if, yeah. if this guy was
0: as good as he sounded... Yeah, he should I, be recording. I, yeah, you should be recording because, dude, you could be like... You, you could show all these people all these cool things you taught yourself or discovered. So he didn't do that. And, and then he kept saying, I was like, dude, you don't have to say things. And he's like, I can make any comment I want. You don't get a choice. And the reason I do his voice is I know what it sounds like because he has a YouTube channel. So go ahead. I think his name is Power Something. And I'm not saying, again, don't be mean, but on his channel. Because I wanted to see what kind of guy he was. He shoots video on his phone. And he has like a four or five part series. Where. Oh my god. I, I'm trying not to laugh. But he he takes one of those little Michelinas. Like dollar of ox pasta. Right. And he puts it in the microwave. And he takes it out of the microwave. And then he critiques it. And he's dead fucking serious. And it is comedy genius. I'm not sure if this is like. It. Wait, he,
1: he's boiling the pasta in a microwave? Yes. It's, uh, it's a
0: frozen dinner. Oh, okay. But but he takes it out, and it's an open letter to Michelina's quality control. And so, you know, when you blanch pasta and then reheat it, there's like little bits of starch in there. Yeah. Well, he flicks at that and he, he, he's French Canadian. So he's like, Michelinas, what is this? What is this Michelinas? And it's like every episode I've watched every episode like 10 times because it scratches that that weird internet itch. It reminds me of early YouTube where you just click on stuff and go down those rabbit holes. So anyone who needs that nostalgia itch, please go watch these. Don't, don't be mean. Don't be mean. Yeah. Just just watch them. They are amazing. It reminds me of early YouTube where someone's like, here's me eating a bowl of soup. You know, it yeah. would just be whole channels of soup of the day and someone just eating a bowl of soup, eating noises. And so it's this guy microwaving pasta and, and you see him like critiquing it and hoping Michelinas responds back. And and I was like, he's like, Michelinas Tortellini. What is this, Michelinas? What is this? And I'm just like, yeah, what is it? I need to know. It's a pasta mystery. But yeah. <laughs> sorry. It just, no, no. Yeah. You're enamored by it. Yeah, it was. I was. I really, I was like, this is early YouTube. It survived. Yes. It just went underground. All right. Next one. And uh, thank you for that
2: nice letter. Yeah. This one's from The Last Meth Bender.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. This guy, Ben meth.
3: Hello, Randolph. Your payment for Capellan and Catgirls Monthly is due for your Comstar Prime account. Please remember to make a payment by 0401-3052 to also get a Jake Falcon Topless Special. Failure to make payment by 0401-3052 will result in the Comstar Finance Team to liquidate all of your assets, not excluding internal organs. <laughs> Have a good day and remember... Constar is always watching, and we know your search history.
1: <laughs> I think Fred has competition. Oh yeah! Unless that is Fred. Bring it! <laughs> better
2: send more than six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Next one is from I. No, that was that was good. That, that was, was good. Uh, so next one is from <laughs> William. Greetings, BPL, all the way from sunny South Africa. Um, loving the podcast so far, and can't wait for more episodes to be released. So, for my question. I want to host a classic Battletech game at some point with the op as one of your evil creations, Clan Snake Cobra. <laughs> now, what would
1: their camo spec be and what mix would they use so I know what to paint up for the mission? Thanks in advance. Cheers.
0: Okay. First of all, South African guy, really cool. Um, second of all, you you need to call us fucking prawns next time because <laughs> I love that accent and I, I love District 9. I know it's not your only movie i've seen several south african movies is just like chappy no yeah. no no, no. <laughs> ne- Look, neil blomkamp is a really good director yes yeah, he's a, he a really good director but i i love that actor uh I, I forget his fucking name south african actor but i i just love what he's like fucking bronze his his accent is great Yes, and, and it adds an interesting uh trait to thing but it's also kind of iconic but no um Thank you uh, for calling in uh, Clan Snack Cobra we um, it basically look at any of the, the the three percenters or the Second Amendment guys what they're wearing the boogaloo boys just go ahead and type in boogaloo boys. And look for any of the uh, S- uh sovereign citizen movement guys where it's like a mix of hyper patriotism and then really weird tactical choices that is clan snack Cobra their their armor scheme is basically mossy oak or real tree camouflage both being store brand camouflages and and like patriotism <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's it's that on crack probably with some racing stripes
2: um yeah
0: yeah
1: don't forget the uh, Hawaiian print Oh, of course,
0: Hawaiian print somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's the it's, ta- the tactical flip flops socks. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a lot of stupid stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of stupid stuff.
2: All right, let's go ahead and go over to the next one. This one's from the Woten This isn't this isn't us. This is the Woten I know you have a question in there, <laughs> but it sounds like you are right next to like a vending machine in, a, in, a, in, <laughs> a, hot,
1: in yeah. a hotel hallway yeah it sounds like his uh microphone isn't plugged in no he's, or he's flying
2: across
0: the atlantic on an ultralight <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he, he's recording it from his drone <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right yeah
2: i heard the question in there but then it's just your plane noises where you need to get out of the faraday cage all right let's go to the will r hey gang might have sent this message more than once on account of Anchor's web interfaces really, really bad, and it did not want to let me sign in. Anyway, as I'm sure you're aware, Modifius, the guys who did the recent Star Trek RPG, is soon to release a Dune role-playing game. So, that in mind, let's hear your treatments for a Dune RPG campaign. What would you run? What, what would you run? Um,
0: I... I okay, uh great agents of the uh, spacing guild trying to ensure that the spice flows and preventing any of the inner house nonsense from interrupting the spice trade, but also keeping people off balance enough to not jeopardize the spice trade. I, I would love to see agents of Chome or the spacing guild. I think that would be a goddamn brilliant fucking setting for a campaign. Yeah. Because one of their one of their main rules is never rule never rule anything facilitate sell mm-hmm. make money but real power is not in rulership and and i love that idea i love that idea i'd go with treasure hunters oh yeah treasures of the old
2: empire treasures yeah like of, people who yeah. are like looking for old treasures and shit getting intertwined
1: with all Arc- the politics our and artillery Oh,
0: so, so, wait, your whole game would just be the three artillery pieces on Arrakis yeah. and what to hit with them. Yeah.
1: I roll for range. Okay, you hit it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to roll to see if the uh, the worms are attracted. That's true. How right. to use thumpers. Imag- oh, imagine using a, artillery as just, like, surprise, surprise worm attack. Yeah, it would happen. They, they would show up.
2: My only problem with Modiphius is I remote think... Promote control worms.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Oh. That's excellent. Hey, check it out. I can make him do whatever I want. <laughs>
1: it's like a laser pointer for cats. <laughs> that's
2: that's too good. Oh, man. I, I think the only problem I have with Modiphius is the 2D20 system is just not fun. Not 2D20, a- that's weird. It is. It's it's their own uh, proprietary system, and it's just not fun. And people who say it's fun are like, you know what? I think you just like math. Mm, yeah. I think no, you I'm... also like math that doesn't make sense. God, d20 math
1: is already annoying enough.
2: It, it's like you roll one skill and one attribute together into two d20, and then it goes. The lowest number is your success. Yeah, you gave me that. Like, Give that look of like that sounds. Yeah, I don't That's like it. Dumb. I don't like it. It's it's it's. I don't know why they decided to make their own proprietary system. They could have just went. And made like their own version of Genesis or something, but they, they, I guess they just want to sell books. I don't know. I think they're a good company. Their arts not great. Yeah, they, they do. They have a great art. They, I think they, they should just honestly books. just be artists and then work with another company who designs games. Because I don't think they do enough QA testing on their games, personally. Because if Star Trek is any, any indication for anything, I don't think they act like, as I said, I have the Star Trek role book, the core book. They don't t- like, they talk about your character takes damage. There is no. So you have a you have a damage meter, you have a stress meter on your character sheet. They never talk about it in the book. They forgot to put it in. What? Yeah, in the core book. That yeah problem. And I I was like I I swear to God I went every single page looking for this because I thought I was going crazy. Does the core book have an example character sheet in it? Yeah, with stress mu- and bubbles on it and everything. Yeah, <sighs> I'm like they don't. I don't think they really. I think they just get licenses and they just sort of pump shit out on their proprietary system. I mean I don't want to shit on a company but like they don't really show me anything that they know what they're doing.
0: They're trying an attempt was made. Some of the yeah. things are really good.
2: Yeah, I don't I th- want to. I think
0: th- we got time for one more.
2: Well, we got time for the rest of them? Yeah, um there's only a couple left. Next one is from William C. Hello Tex, Mike, Nick and other glorious members of the BPL. First I would like to say thank you Tex for the wonderful content and rekindling my love for giant stompy robots. Next, I would like to thank your editor-in-chief, Mike, for all the hard work that he and quite a few others have put in the BPL's collective content. Now that all your backsides are covered in lipstick, I shall get into my question. I have listened to you and others of the BPL state that you keep coming back to certain games, i.e. Dwarf Fortress, Space Station 13, Neverwinter Nights for a few examples. I would like to know, however, if you have ever played a game that the complete experience of the game did not push you for another playthrough the only examples i can think of are most are jrpgs thank you all again for the great work you do now i need to get of my urby and chase some clanners off my lawn loki we out
0: Ah, oh, nice um yeah most games most games i play i'll play once and i'll be like cool and then i never play it again um, yeah there's a lot of games there's there's like a that. lot of games like that a lot like Wolfenstein the newer
2: Wolfenstein cinematic experience I loved it got yeah it was a great game once yeah mm-hmm. now, I'm not talking about the new Colossus I'm talking like Wolfenstein the new order and the, the old blood I didn't yeah. really like the, the new Colossus or no. I haven't really played young blood yet but I didn't like I looked at it I was like uh but I, I like the I like those I like those are fun games and you, but you play them once and then that's it it's like watching a movie, and you're kind of like, I'll, I'll watch it like 10 years later. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's it's a movie. It's a movie experience. Um, yeah. You know, Bioshock, I played Bioshock yeah. like twice. Yeah. And it's because it's cinematic, and it's fun, but it's not something I play over and over again. No.
2: What about you, Cash?
1: Uh, Tex actually got most of them, Bioshock, and uh, fuck, I forgot the first one already. Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein, yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, just, just stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff that I'll pick up, put down, forget, and then come back. Like uh, Dishonored. I've never finished <laughs> Dishonored for one. Uh, yeah. never, there's another one that I just keep picking up and starting over again, and I just can't remember what it is for the life me. I keep of me. doing the
2: same thing with, uh, we've been harking on it for a while now, but with... Uh divinity original sin 2 mm-hmm. i just keep starting it and then never getting past like the first two parts because i'm like this looks like it's a lot of fun and then we play with somebody who knows yeah. way too much about the game and just sucks the fun out of it and you're like meta 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 and you're like cool i it's the same problem i have with I, I think somebody tried to play BattleTech with me once and they're trying to show me all the cool uh moves and things in it and i the problem was is like the other person who was supposed to be play testing wanted to go hardcore against me i'm like yeah dude I have like a tank and a helicopter I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm like dude I'm like yeah. look first lower your battle value a little bit I'm not like let's let's I'm like I'm not asking you to be fair but I'm asking you like go easy on me this is my first time playing and he's like well I want to have a chance to win and I was like oh, okay well you've already won i'm I'm flying a tank and a helicopter buddy <laughs> I was like, you know what I think I'm good I don't think I want to play battletech with you I'm good that was a fun experience that was yeah. a yeah. Short, short turnaround on that. Well, and
0: uh, some people just want to show off, and some mm-hmm. people want to show you how to play a game.
2: I just, yeah. The the person who invited me just wanted me to show me how to play the game. The other person yeah. just wanted to show off. I was like, "Hey, man, I get it. Your dick's bigger than mine. You're good. Yeah, yeah have fun with have fun with that." <laughs> anyway, this next one is from. This is the last one from Tired
3: German. Hi there, Tex. I have a question for you and the rest of Black Pants Legion. What is your opinion on 40k fan projects like if the Emperor had a text-to-speech device or Astartes? Personally, I find them to be much more engaging and fun than the canon that uh, Games Workshop puts out. Love the dedication and love you put into your work. It really shows. Oh, and uh, P.S. I'm that guy that sent you two Scramble fan arts in August. I'm currently working on a Lagrange, a picture in my spare time. So, we have that one. Keep, keep being awesome. Stay safe out there, and remember: Scrambles hate lizard. Yeah, scrambles <laughs> Cheers. punch.
0: Cheers, scrambles punch. Scramble hate. Um, yeah, no. Um, we've got those arts. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, we, we really appreciate the Lagrange
2: them. one's really good. Lagrange, Lagrange point. He said Lagrange. I know. He's the artist. He Very
0: well. Point. I I corrected Lagrange. So yeah, um, <laughs> I know it's the
2: Lagrange, but yeah.
0: So basically. The the thing is, is that I, I think that any of the fan projects from Games Workshop, Games Workshop is a big multi-million dollar company. And one guy in his spare time with the studies did more for them by himself with no team. They did with all their money and all their creative talent. And that shows you how creatively bankrupt Games Workshop is. Because Games Workshop is not in the make fun stuff business anymore. They're in the make money off IP business. Yep. And when a game studio becomes that sort to be in the make money off an IP business, they're like, you know, Disney with Star Wars. They're they're yeah. like any big company. They're going, I bought this so I can make money off it, and I'm going to print money until it's dead. That's what they do. Occasionally they can do good stuff with it. Occasionally yeah. they can. But it's not deliberate. It's to make money. It is a business first. And when you see fans create something so beautiful, so magnificent, so good, And they do it just out of love of it in their own spare time. It shows how weak the core of that company has become because they don't have those people in it. That company was started with people like that, that had that spark of joy. Those people are all gone. And now fans hold that torch. Yes. And that's what you kind of see throughout gaming and in a lot of these game companies. There are fans of Halo that know more about Halo and have more love of Halo than anyone making Halo games right now. There are fans of racing games and Gran Turismo who know more about Gran Turismo, how to balance cars and how to mod cars and mm-hmm. everything, than the people making Gran Turismo games. If,
1: if you look at like any modding scene for like Stalker or Skyrim or what's another big one that I keep hearing about a lot? Uh, oh, crap.
0: Cyberpunk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, like those, those modding scenes, they just keep adding more and more stuff to it that yeah, they they do more. Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto with uh, what is it, Five M? Yeah, where they just add all this extra detail that could have been added later. That they were just they were the companies were just trying to make money off the place for net, for the.
2: Yeah, there are game commu- there are games out there, and I'm sure we we could talk about this later at some point, in another podcast. But uh, like companies that continually put out product or work on the same thing, like Dwarf Fortress, for instance that just continuously work on it and continuously make stuff. Like, love them or hate them, Starbreeze has been working on Payday 2 for God knows how fucking long, and they still make content for it. Even if the content's not my favorite thing in the world, you could still say they still give a shit about Payday 2. Now, are they gonna make Payday 3 soon? I hope, but I mean... <laughs> I, I'd i say, like, there are a lot of companies out there who do give a shit, um, but I would say don't, don't be so quick to defend a big AAA company because they don't give a fuck
0: about they have you. an army of lawyers and they don't give a fuck about you they don't it's, they they do not they want you you're to not, buy their you're
2: not gonna of, get a fucking free game or anything that you like whatever we're
0: right and i i don't understand why people go but but tax 40k i'm like no the guys andy chambers and all the cool guys yeah. who did all this stuff for 40k battlefleet gothic all the shit they're making money off now yeah that was all done 20 years ago if you're
2: defending them, I hope you have a stock option. Yeah, I mean, I hope you own that business. <laughs> yeah, because if it, cause at some point you're kind of like, well, what what are you defending? Yeah. I, I also think it's just a lack of knowledge well, of no, the situation. It's,
0: it, like you said, it's, it's business. It's yeah. a business. I bought this IP. I'm running this IP. I'm printing money with this IP. They do not give a fuck about what you think about it. So when you see a fan who comes out of the woodwork and does something 10 times more impressive, that is not surprising at all. Yeah, that is not surprising at all to me that 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 is what I expect because it shows that the people who run that thing. If you want to see what Games Workshop looks like when they're trying to fire on all full cylinders, there's this thing called Space Marine the movie. And that was done with big actors and that was done with big budget for the time for stuff like that. That's what that looks like. It is embarrassingly shit. It is embarrassingly bad. It is Sunday morning 30 minute cartoon bad. It is awful. If you if you are in any fandom and you look at the fan base as soon as the fan base starts to outshine the creativity and talent of the studio holding the IP and the passion behind it yeah that lets you know the people running it are fucking morons <laughs> and it's and it's not the fault of the people running it they probably have been there so long they forgot what they do for a living yeah it's just a job to them yep it it happens with anything You know, it happens with anything. If you ask, how does Hollywood turn out 20,000 bad fucking movies a year? They don't intend to turn out 20,000 bad fucking movies a year. It's because the people who made the magic have moved on from that studio. And they're like, what do people like again? Oh, yeah. The one where the guy with the gun and the shoot man, the shoot man. Yeah, let's do one of those. They don't have any more ideas. They're just turning a crank to print money.
2: And now you know why we don't want to do this for a living. Because we don't want to be those guys.
0: Yeah, we we fight against those guys. That's that's why we do what we do. That's why we raise so much money for charity. That's why we give shit away and try to help other people. We want to never be those guys.
2: I want to make the shit I would want to make uh, without having to worry about it being my livelihood. Right. Right because at that point that's when you're at your purest. that's when you're not like giving a fuck about oh shit should i worry about if this is going to uh affect my income it's like no that don't worry about it just make it
0: yeah yeah just just go out and make it i mean it's it's like alan watts said if you if you love something enough just do it yeah just do it just throw everything you got into it if you like gunsmithing Start teaching yourself gunsmithing. Don't say, oh, I need to go to a gunsmithing school and then I need to go to this and I need to go. No, go learn armory. Read go a read book. a book. Read books. Read lots of books. Yeah. Go find another gunsmith. Learn from them.
2: Not even just books. Just online is a good place to just, start.
0: Just start drowning in information. Do you want to do woodworking? Start doing woodworking. It's You're going to suck at first. The first thing you try to whittle is going to look like a shitty log that's been cut up. But, <laughs> you know, after 10 years, you might be making ducks. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where go out and do it don't be afraid just do it but again if you see the fan base as soon as the fan base outshines what the people who hold that ip do that lets you know
2: the people who hold that ip are dead inside and and what's even more disgusting is when they decide to throw lawyers at them
0: oh of course yeah when you see the lawyers come
2: out of the woodwork they're like oh how dare are defending you? their ip it's like That's fair use. Now,
0: I could see if someone was selling, you know, T-shirts or whatever. They were selling merchandise based off the IP. Sure, I'm not going to be able to sell Mickey Mouse ears, even if I make a documentary about Mickey Mouse.
2: Yeah, that's not fair.
0: That's not fair to whoever owns that IP. But what I'm saying is, if the guy just has like a tip jar or for whatever project, and we're not saying this happened but this has happened in the past to other things where you see a a cease and desist come down the pipe and just start hammering people for fan projects. It's like, motherfucker, they're not doing this to get rich. They're doing this because they love it and they want to tell their own story. Why are you robbing them of that? These are the most loyal, wonderful people you'll ever have. (sighs) Anyways, let's end it on a positive note. You can't downvote a podcast.
2: I mean, yeah, you can. On Apple, yeah, you can. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> you, you reminded them Yeah, well, fuck. Go ahead and do
0: it. It'll be fun.
2: No, it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back with another podcast uh, sometime next Eventually. week. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. Hey, we got through all the voice questions for this round. We have another round of voice no. questions coming up, so we'll yes. get those loaded in, and hopefully they. Oh, if you do. guys heard your question come in and uh, we didn't hear any of it, try resending them. Yeah, so we can. Uh, yeah, yeah. If
0: we fucked up in any way, just know it's not you. It's us. It's us. A hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Toodles. Later. Ba-da-ba-da-ba.